I was a bouncing and a laughing as we rolled down an old dirt road. Daddy looking in his rear view, hoping that we What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 132 of the Always Race Day podcast. James McFadden, one tonight. I'm Connor Ferguson here with Josh Gerlich. Josh, you want to drink beer out of a shoe? I've never done that. I've never had NOS out of a shoe either. Why do that when you can go down to the car auto group and go buy a new car? Seriously, fun, affordable. Uh, you'll be cleaner than either of us are after being at Houston's uh, for night two of the High Bank Nationals here. Uh, kind of a post-race podcast. We're going to touch on a little bit of everything. I know there was a couple other races going on tonight. Um, before we get into stuff, though, big thanks to the Carlotta Group. Love those guys. Uh, they make it possible to do what we do. If you're interested uh, in coming aboard and helping us uh, get to more races and get to some interesting stuff we're looking at going down to california later this year we're looking at australia for next year maybe the year after uh let us know uh reach out to me open on uh dms open on twitter uh i'll send you my phone number honestly like that's 5155 i probably shouldn't say that i wouldn't i wouldn't put it out there probably not no that's uh yeah. What's your Twitter, almost, Twitter handle? It's at CF Chang's nine. There you go. Always has been. Always, it's, it always will be at this point. We uh, So I, I was at the Iowa State Daily my first year, like, studying journalism in college. And we, we had a group of, like, seven people around a, around a computer trying to find, like, a name number combo of Connor Ferguson. Dude, there's so many damn people out there with the same name as me that I'm just, I, I literally looked at them. I'm like, don't care. At this point, don't care. Like, I threw professionalism out the window day one is what I did. I still have some. There's traces of it. But we're out of the box here. Uh, we like to do things kind of wild. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to bring my mic to the track Friday and Saturday in case we end up sitting there drinking. And we'll have some fun. I like it. So look forward to that. Uh, love doing post-race pods um, in any situation, especially when we're at the race. And Josh is fucking awesome with it. I hope you guys enjoyed last night's. Um, so we're doing it again tonight. And hope it goes swimmingly. But It's a little earlier than last night, too. Which is, yeah, which that's, is nice. that's the thing is, I mean, those nights where we're, I mean, we, we both traveled and four what was it for you four hours yeah about four yeah hours. five hours for me going the opposite way i drove past my place to drive to houston after going to iowa speedway uh which i and i love doing i was gonna so. say we're not complaining by any means either love, hell no love doing it dude and it's this is the best damn job in the world yeah this this sure. website specifically is the thing i have the most fun doing um in my entire life i mean and hopefully it comes through the Cubs that, won the, passion is definitely the there. Cubs won the World Series. It lasted like an off season in a couple of years with the players that we kept. So uh no, uh we gotta talk about James McFadden, the Australian native. Um probably one of the more successful Australian stories that we've had at this moment recently with sure. the momentum. Um and I'm getting ahead of myself on that, but Guy has a lot of potential. He's one of 360 Nationals. That's a big deal uh, just with who shows up to that race and, and how heavy it's tacked and all that kind of stuff that goes along 
with that race. James McFadden is a very talented race car driver. And if you, you asked me at the start of the year if they needed to light a fire under everyone's ass, I would say no. It's Roth Motorsports, man. It's one of the most storied teams in sprint car racing. They put two guys on the podium tonight, um, and it's kind of on the precipice of this huge momentum swing they've had since the world of outlaws put the middle finger to them. Not in, not going against the outlaws there like that, but in James's rules. And if you watch James's interview with us uh, from last month, um, talking about the tire alteration penalty, it is very much uh, that vibe to them. They still don't agree with it. Yeah, no, they they, they don't agree with it yeah. vehemently. And I don't, I never pronounce that word right. So someone's going to message me and be like, dude, come on. It's pretty close. Vehemently? Vehemently. What? It is? Okay. Vehemently. All right. Well, I tried. Anyways. Uh, Their season could have turned on that though. Like, that's a big it did no a, no i i it wholeheartedly in it a did positive way yeah it did no it, it absolutely did um and i didn't want to i almost asked james that i maybe i should have um he's talking about being a championship contending team this year and you get caught up in the follow-up and, and whatever and instead of the follow-up to that uh i said that did you think you were a championship contending team the entire season or was it at the tire alteration penalty where you guys said we're going to go now um because it results wise it it looks like they just took the tire alteration penalty and went all right well now we're uh we're gonna go throw the middle finger back at them but what i the thing is it's like a technicality thing of do you go look at the points and add 500 to what you have now and see how close you'd be yeah, but it's it's not it's that's not what, really important, right? That's the what if game, and yeah, like at so, this point, you're wanting to you're wanting to get as much money as possible. I'd have to assume, yeah, because that's really all that you can do right now. Well, you're staying on the tour because of the tow money, um, and that's huge for those guys. Yeah. Uh, but man, he James has been really really good at Houston's. I think he's. I don't necessarily think he's been overlooked. I just think people are quick to forget three nights of consistent podium results into a Saturday show, you know, where you get past at the last minute on a, a heroic uh, last second finish from Sheldon Hoddenshield last year at this event. And the deal with that is it's, it has so much attention and this event in its second year, talk about, big events. This is Iowa Speedway, IndyCar Weekend, and Houston's High Bank Nationals are the two fastest growing motorsports races, I would say worldwide. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're definitely putting the money in. The, sure. the only other one that like, if you like, took it just strictly by a money scale that would come close is that dipshit one over in Miami with the fake water. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, the, yeah. the one that the kids are like, the follow the leader stuff, right? Yeah, it's it's a parade, just fast forwarded. <laughs> it is it is cool to see what what Todd and everybody at Houston's is doing, and they're investing in it. You know, investing in the sports sprint car racing. He's he's done that for for a long time, and yeah, I mean, getting back to James, you know, he he did not have a good night last night and rebounded and 
showed just how good he is at Houston. Like looking looking at the averages, you know. We we talked about the dirt tracker stuff last yeah. night and, and looking at that that average finish right now, he's second to Kyle Larson in World of Outlaw average finish at Houston. What are those numbers? Uh he's at five point seven and Kyle Larson is at five point six. So that's pretty damn close. Kyle Larson won't be at Houston some Friday. Nope. And NASCAR stuff, I think. Yes, and James needs a good run tomorrow night if he wants to have a, have a good shot at having good points because um, last night's definitely his throwaway. So yeah, he needs to back it up tomorrow. Yeah, and that's uh, a big thing with what we're going to talk about when we break down the points here. But you talk about Todd investing in sprint car racing and, and what him and David Gravel have done back back to second place finishes for Gravel. Pretty by, good by probably a quarter of a second combined. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I I gotta say. There's not a lot of drivers in the world that would get that close with the moves David was made. He was th- he threw and, and a couple of, of yeah, exactly. Uh, and I think that gets lost uh, when we talk about some of these guys. It, it just seems like the new blood gets treated differently. You can only be like a really clean racer if you're Donnie shots. And I, I, I've talked myself into a corner of talk of telling Donnie shots that he's old um, <laughs> and I'm not trying to do that. It's very clearly he's still fast. Absolutely. He just won the Knoxville Nationals, right? Yep. Um, 48 days away, by the way. It's going to be here before we know it. It's, it already is. I, know. I haven't done any prep for it. So that says something about me. Organization challenged a little bit. But uh, no, so tonight, investing in sprint car racing, I did a big little mini rant on it last night at 3 a.m. I'm sure you're liking it better that it's not a rent tonight at 1 a.m uh but toyota investing in the sport as much as they have double podium tonight, first time yep. in history yep that is not a jinx by the way damon because i that's a reverse jinx i i put them in victory lane tonight i hope damon listens to this and feels bad for calling me a jinx i'm sure i'm sure he will not so uh, no he's just gonna say every blind squirrel finds an otter or something <laughs> Uh, so that that is super big for Toyota. It seems like they're getting more into this engine and, and getting things acclimated. Um, and Buddy was fast last night too, but he had a, what a shock problem, I think. Right? Yeah, he said he had a shock cl- shock problem on like lap one. I think is what he said. He still charged through the field, and what, where'd he end up? He ended up back in thirteenth. So I know he started up up towards the front, but he did have to go to the back right at the beginning and. And he's had speed. I mean, you know, both of them tonight, obviously, and it'll be be interesting to see what they have the rest of the week. You know, with with the track, I thought that's another thing. The track was pretty damn good tonight too. Um, heat races early on were were what they were, but that last heat was was a banger and had a really good feature. I thought there was tons of passing. You can look up and down the the finishing order, and you have somebody like Sheldon who who gained thirteen spots for the hard charger. Noah Gass went 23rd to 12th. He's been showing speed lately, too, especially here. Uh, yeah, I'm going to ask him tomorrow about his new look. He's got the hockey flow going. He looks completely different. He does. The beard with the different haircut, is it threw me for such – I was like, <laughs> I've never seen this guy in the pit area before. Who is, who is he? And then he put on his racing suit. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's where Noah went. Looks a little different. So that's that's crazy in its own right. Um, you want to talk, buddy? Yeah, let's do it. Who's on his fourth team this season? Um, and 
sprint cars, obviously. I started out the year with Crouch Motorsports. Um, That, so we did an interview with Buddy tonight. It was on the front stretch. I do apologize for the audio issues. I did not know the PA system was gonna come in so aggressively. Yeah. Um, That's why I tweeted it out with the quote. in the video. Yeah, we got a lot. We got a lot of insight. So, buddy said um, that he things didn't work out with the eleven, so he quit. So that that was kind of what everyone thought it was going to be, right? Uh, kind of what everyone thought of it at the time. So, where was Buddy going to go next? And he went to the Indy Race Parts seventy-one car with Bernie. Um, now. After that, Buddy had planned. Um, oh, thank you. Josh just pulled up the tweet. I was looking for it to read this quote off so I make sure I don't get it wrong. Um, but he had planned to race with Bernie this week at Houston's. Bernie had a trailer issue, kind of staffing issue, wasn't going to work out. The Indy Race Part 71 for anybody yes. that's not familiar. Yeah. Um, I mentioned that. I was looking for the quote. So. All right, all right. <laughs> So he had an issue. Bernie had an issue. Couldn't get the trailer up here. Uh, that's how the Roth thing came into play with Toyota. Obviously, Buddy being a Toyota development driver, Toyota racing development, apologies, uh, and having raced with Toyota uh, at Bristol Dirt and NASCAR truck. And, you know, being as, as big of a name as he is, uh, that's how he got there. So, you're probably wondering like, well, for me or 55, what, you know, what happened to that? Buddy only from what Buddy said, uh, I want to keep that clear. And if any parties want to reach out, so be it. DMs are I've, open. I've told twice now, I'm not going to name my phone number, you know, almost made a bad mistake there. I, I get friendly when I'm drinking beers, Josh. So, Buddy's deal with Vermeer Motorsports was only specifically supposed to last through Ohio Speed Week, uh, not necessarily open opening night of that week, close final night of that week, but the deal was for Speed Week. I don't know what that entails beyond that. Um, I think tonight was about clarifying why he's on his fourth team. That doesn't happen in the sport. Splits happen a lot. Oh, yeah. But it it doesn't go ride hopping from ride to ride when you're good, if that makes sense. And like, I, would even, I would even, you know, I've seen it characterized like that, but I, I wouldn't even say that, you know. He's raced with Bernie a lot over the years. And, okay. And yeah, I don't want to I don't want to come off like I'm trying to say that he's just and, and you're yeah, I know you're not. Um but it, but it's not like he's he's jumped around a whole bunch of different rides that he's never been in before. Um you know, two of those cars he yeah, I believe he's raced with Roth before and he's obviously ran a lot with Bernie in the past. Too. Yeah. So Yep, you're exactly correct. Uh and you know, can made another car go fast. Yeah, he is one of the, the talent is there, and that's very clear. One of the best. Um, and if you got him in a consistent ride, it's scary to think about. Yeah. Though I also think the other side of that sword is always showing he doesn't need a consistent ride ever. Makes it hard to run for a championship that way. 
It does. If everything was perfect in the sport, we'd have 20 full-time World of Outlaws teams and the hot prospects would be up there. Yeah. Maybe someday we'll get there. I mean, Racing's I, expensive and I'll tell and, you and we stuff we'll, changes we'll, week can, to week. we'll campaign and, and we'll tell you what we think everyone should do and all that stuff. So Lots of good stuff on the YouTube tonight. Uh, got that buddy interview in full. Uh, I only tweeted the clip because it, it Houston's the Wi-Fi. You can barely send a tweet. You can get it, and, and that that was going fine. If you put a picture with it, it eighty-five percent chance that it sends the first try. Yeah, ninety that it sends in the first two tries. Right, uh, video is uh, like a negative seventeen. That's like one of the few gripes of that facility. It's a it's a great facility. They've done a lot of good improvements there, but the the uh, cell service is, is lackluster. Uh, to to put it nicely, I can think of about fifteen guys that would disagree. But two hundred thirty to win tonight <laughs> with Wi Fi. That's sexy. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> I do know a lot. So people will think that that's like a journalist bitching about something like bitching about where you sit in an arena that you're too high up or so I don't like that stuff yeah. as long as I can see things and talk to the people I need to talk to. I mean, I, I'll go sit in the back and watch on TV and run out when someone breaks his leg at a basketball game I, that almost came off really bad. <laughs> so teams and drivers use internet and analytics and stuff like that. And I think it's a little beyond what people think they do because these programs exist and, and a lot of them can run without internet, but internet helps graciously find the times of where's my heat race, where is everyone qualifying? I want to see every lineup time, not just my own. I want to see who I'm starting with in my heat race. And that's why all these guys are swarming the outlaws trailer. And it's like, if you're parked geo Selzy in the back of the pits. Oh yeah. And it's like, I got to walk all the way over to the world of outlaws trailer to see where my heat race is. And I don't even, I can't even remember or not remember, but I can't even look at the other heat races or, or this and that and where I start. And, you know, there's things in fans in the stands. I, I, talk to people on Twitter every time I watch a race. Yeah. So there's reasons that we'd like Wi-Fi and there's reasons that everyone at the track would like Wi-Fi. It's not a middle school banning phones situation. And I, I know people are like, well, America used to be cool, but now Tiger Woods hit this putt and everyone had their phones out and it looks stupid. <laughs> Okay, well, I, I'm going to show that video to all seven of my friends, <laughs> and we're going to drink beers and, and look at it and watch it and watch it over again. I still do, I still do that with people. Like, I reference things, and I'm like, you got to watch this video I have saved from four years ago of my friend from Australia playing the sprint car game and, and saying he's going to beat my ass at it and spinning out every single lap at Lernerville on the PS2. Like it's like you, like you earlier this evening. Uh, oh, in, get you know, out of here. All right. So I, I tried Lucas Oil Speedway on the World of Outlaws game. I hadn't played. I'd been playing it a bit. I got I think I have two championships on there, but the second one I won before they added Lucas Oil. So this was my first time 
really driving it. I did it a little bit before, and I have I've been braggadocious about my talent on that game. And Josh is sending me here. <laughs> There's 42 tracks on the damn game. There's not one that doesn't have a cushion around the top line, except for Lucas Oil Speedway. And my God, was it pissing me off today. But I think we should get back to the guys that have the actual talent, not the uh, the ones that wreck. I'll beat on, anyone on, on the, the PS5. <laughs> Give it to me, man. Uh, no, so lots of stuff on the YouTube. Go check that out. Um, Tonight, two sets of teammates both finished in the top five. Shark Racing with Logan and Jacob finished fourth and fifth. And James McFadden, buddy, finishing first and third for Roth. That's very rare. Not many multi-card teams in this sport. Uh, and I love seeing when those things can come together. And when they work, it is very cool to see and think about this if you can make a profit with one car that's a tall task by itself right it is well now you have a second one are you making a profit with that one yeah and how much of a profit with two cars obviously you need a lot of profit with the first one or you start with two but if you have two cars you're making more profit through the year you're getting bigger and bigger that cuts in half theoretically the amount of revenue you would need to make to justify starting a third team now do you have the right driver right crew chief that's a different story logistically very very difficult i don't think it won't happen i i would say with the direction the sport's going it's one of the few sports that's like yeah clearly that one's going forward yeah and so we talked to Kyle about that, Kyle Larson. Um, that uh-huh. that interview was awesome to be able to do because he'll just candidly answer everything, and he's just a nice guy. Yeah. And it's just you Definitely. need you need more people like that that will him Justin Henderson know their stuff. Carson Macedo will answer. Car- yeah, especially Carson. Um, all our friends basically (laughs) that's good now you guys know the formula (laughs) right uh but it's cool to talk to those guys uh um in in kyle and i we i took him through everything i threw him through the ringer i took him left right over a jump i now i did not ask him if he was interested in nitro rally cross like in chicago is what you're getting like at chicago i did ask him about chicago I, I i asked him about it i don't remember if it was off the record or on um he wasn't very excited uh that you're gonna go to a street race in chicago but he he clarified and backed up that the event is why you're doing it and you're opening up the sport to new fans and I don't want to say no one's going to get shot. Be, like, I would feel. <laughs> yeah. You imagine if somehow that happens. Well, that's a tired take, too. It's stupid. I, it's Chicago's like the fifth most dangerous city on the NASCAR schedule. St. Louis has more crime than Chicago. Chicago has a lot of people. That is where that stat comes from. Yeah. I just think that's, that's a late, credit. That's a, that's a CBS. I've, I've credited, like, I've seen too many damn headlines and yeah. stuff. I've looked at three different websites. Yeah, but I just think I'll it's a, say the same thing. It's a lazy take that honestly isn't even worth wasting a lot of time on. Personally. I, I, just 
I, I want to clarify stuff to people. It's it's a tiresome damn thing. Yeah. To say, I you, almost, you may not yeah. like you may not like going there. I totally understand that. You may think that the race is not going to be very good. I um, would like to race it. Those are fair no, points. Let, well, let me. I'm going to NASCAR out for 45 seconds. You hit the skip 15 button when I say now, and then you'll get back to dirt. Okay. Right. I'd like to race at Chicagoland. Yes. Can you also have a street race in Chicago? Yes. Chicagoland's like 45 minutes away. They're different fucking places. Cool. Okay. Uh, did we take Road America away because of the Chicago race? Yes. Inadvertently, would I race at Road America again? Absolutely. But I want a big race on the 4th of July weekend. Do you make that the Chicago street race or the Brickyard? I don't care. Just get the damn Brickyard back on the Oval. Take one of the tracks that has two races. Give one to Road America take another that has two races give one to chicagoland after the super motocross playoff race is going to get sold out okay i just fixed everything and now we're back to dirt now we're talking i like that yeah that was pretty good I, I and I, I didn't miss a beat either i think i glossed or glazed over i I, I, I was glazing over when i talked about it so hopefully I, hopefully it made sense to everybody speaking, um, speaking of larson though and macedo saw some uncharacteristic mistakes tonight out of both of them do we think I don't I don't even know if I want to attack this. It's tonight you said rubber. I'm throwing you under the bus. Hey, I, my nose doesn't lie. And then I smelt rubber. Yep. For the first that's the first time in my life I smelt rubber, I swear to God. I don't have a great nose. I had a doctor that did surgery on me when I was four, went to prison because he just told people he did surgery on him and didn't. So never been able to really breathe great out of my nose. It was only like after I lost 50 pounds a couple years ago that I, I was like breathing out of my nose pretty well. And that was I was like, this is crazy. I don't even have to open my mouth. So like that was uh The more you know. Yeah, no, we're getting sentimental tonight. I guess. Um what were we on? Uh, the the potential of rubber, I, I definitely, yeah, 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 yeah. It it was not a typical. Rubber it went to it went to one lane with fifteen laps to go, whether you like it or not, and it was very fascinating watching. Like Larson slid Geo, and Geo let him go, not let him go, but he got passed, and Geo tried to do the same move on the next one and got over under, and I was like, that's crazy. You know, Geo just saw Kyle do that, went to try and do it, and just didn't quite hit it right. Yeah, and that's it, it's a fraction of not a fraction of a second but like a fraction of a foot where you have to put your car and how you have to slide in it's happening quick and you gotta slick that yeah race and i'm not trying to say geo is not ready or prepared or anything no, he was it's making just, his own moves out there too yeah he was the whole race he is one of the most aggressive that's one of the best things i like about Houston's is watching from the infield He's one of the most aggressive restarters, and you're like, how how is he making that work and not running over anyone's tire? Yeah, and I'm sure the people around him don't love it. No, but it's cool, and that I figured out why I like the Dirt Vision camera. It's that extra camera at the end of the front stretch. I'm looking straight down the front stretch. That it's that comes in with Dirt Vision. I know everyone. Or props to Flow. Flow is doing great at this and that and. Chris Williams telling me that Dirt Vision is second to flow all the time. I, I like Dirt Vision has been very solid, and Houston's they kill the whole aspect of how a race should be filmed at this racetrack. Now, very unique to have it 
being rubbered down and you don't really know what you're going to get. And now, you know, the next three nights, basically we're looking at forecasts. We're looking at, are the heat races going to be different again? Um, I don't know. It's just a uh, kind of, I kind of like the mystique of it a little bit. And I, the format again, I second yeah. best, second best format in sprint car racing. It was good. Yeah. Dirt racing that we'll do that dirt racing. And, and honestly too, I mean, dirt racing is a, a changing track too. Like that's the beauty of it. it. It was not like it was last night, but I think you still got two very good features out of it, out of two different racetracks. Yeah. And, and, and that's all you want, right? Yeah. So tonight in the future, it, even you can, uh, you can contest me on if it took rubber because it didn't have streaks of black on the tires. surface that you can look at but on the camera it looked a little blacker well, t- tires were blistered too tires were on, blistered on the top right. three so um it, it may not it may have been coming and it just wasn't fully fully there yet and that's that's the best kind of race if it just rubbers down the end as carson macedo has said i was going to say we've heard from multiple drivers in the mm-hmm. last few weeks that, that that's you get your best racing right before it lays it so i yeah. it, you can call it call it that or don't call it that it was a one-line race for the last 15 laps that is non-negotiable. That's what I'm saying. And I have never seen a race that entertaining that turned into a one lane. Not that it was entertaining before and sucked after. It was killer the whole time. Well, how close was the finish? Again. Right. What, what other race are you going to see Kyle Larson spin out, Carson Macedo spin out, and David Gravel miss the win by a tenth of a second for the second straight night? Yeah. There's been drama. That is for sure. It is for sure. We have to do math now. I'm not doing math. Okay. The chat GPT don't, up in this. Don't uh, don't blame me if it's wrong. That's that's all I'm gonna say. You do not want me doing math. Uh, we got some points to talk about, and the interesting part of this, uh, is the two prelims. I got it on my phone. Also, Josh, thank you, thank you for pulling it up on the laptop. I'm blind though. That's kind of tiny. Not anymore. Uh, well, not, oh, okay. Now all the numbers are tiny and confused. It's okay. Uh, so, as he says, this wearing his glasses. Yeah, still, still blind. It's not like it's a hockey hockey team, and I know where people are going to be. Um, it's no surprise. David Gravel's leading the points. He's a he's sorry. I'm I'm getting con- I'm confusing myself. I was getting this weather forecast ready to go. It's very easy. And well, today and tomorrow are two different things at 1 a.m. I thought we were going to leave the bad news until later. It's okay. We'll do our dances. We'll, we'll try to keep it away <laughs> all we can. And we'll have a lot of hours of vortex theory. Yeah. There, the vortex was going tonight. It, it was. It was. It was breezy. So yeah, the there's a lot of dust tonight. I don't think you noticed it on the broadcast from the highlights I watched. You couldn't notice it, but holy cow, bad to see. <laughs> Tough to see. Yeah. I could not go anywhere it was coming from turn four to turn two and i like i looked at josh and i'm like is it better over here behind this kaibo and i it looked it was like you were sign languaging to me yeah. i had no clue what you said it, that was the worst that it's been for me in the infield in a while yeah and still could see enough and I mean, if you get a 30 lap stint on saturday in the a you know it still was not like an ohio track so uh, we can't we cannot complain at all here's there's that video i i think i think i've hampered that that joke too hard so there's that video they have about why 
why those tracks dust up like that and what happens and i don't know if i wholeheartedly know enough about it too well who was it chet but i'll chet joke did, about it yeah yeah chet christner did the uh the, the flow video mm-hmm. talking about the dirt that was actually that was really interesting so friday's forecast um well to enter this to, you get three prelim nights you can only take your two best keep we, in have, mi- we have two in so yeah keep in mind kyle larson is not going to be there friday where's he at josh eighth he is eighth he's eighth so he cannot improve himself no at all that cushion saved his weekend very much that 13 point cushion i think or was it 443 on thursday night or wednesday night yeah he had 443 total and then last night rico had 426 second place had 426 yep that's 17. see i I can remember numbers like that i don't know why i remembered 13. there's no common ground with those two numbers with 13 and the second place guy was rico it was yeah so that cushion helped him tremendously what's 17 points below him right now i mean brad sweet is the next one below him hold on and he's sending about 16 back so right there okay well okay (laughs) keeps him on the pole i suppose yeah, sixteen back, so he would have just been ninth. But speaking of, sweet, but that's still that's still you know it keeps you up there. You don't have those guys. Every guy in the top eight has ran exceptionally this week. Yep. Spencer Basin. Yeah, he looked really good. Wake tonight. up call. Uh, we talked to him at Knoxville about how he needs to improve, and he's done so since. Yes. I think I believe three three top fives in six races. That that's, could be wrong. That, that's my guesstimation. Um, so two out of three prelim nights right now there is this at 1:46 a.m central time uh and this is google weather forecast i swear by it it is the most accurate damn weather app on the face of the earth this is not an ad unless you want to sell me a weather app 40 percent chance uh of precipitation at nine o'clock p.m tomorrow 50 percent chance at 10 60 at 11 50 at 12 70 percent chance at 1 a.m if you can dodge those first couple of i you know it's hard to tell if they're actually like one storm or multiple that's the only is it isolated showers or is it storming across the state yeah um and as of right now there's been no schedule changes so there's not uh i, I can tell you 7:30 is both sunlight and rubber based it's very hot out there. There's a driver that was just in an accident. And if you were him, I don't think you'd want to be out there when it's hot as balls. No. I it's tough to be out there walking around and putting a video camera in front of somebody. I you know. What I what I say is you're gonna complain about rubber, so don't complain about time. Do you want to see a big race or do you want to see some rubber? And I mean, everybody wants to see them race too. So if we can, uh, it's a big race. In, if we can get it in somehow, tomorrow. it's a big race. Stay up for it. Here's, here's the deal. You're only tired. If you think about it. Yeah. It's just like being hungover. Jinxes aren't real, but you can look ahead and see what the forecast. Looks I like, don't know. I don't know about that. Especially on Saturday. 
I will I will go I no jinxes are definitely real we found that out in the heat race you know the heat race I won't say who yeah that was immediate that was unfortunate. freaking oh my god it was immediate you you would not stop Ayrton won't listen to this Ayrton won't listen to this yeah it was a rough night for the 19. so we're buddies we're obviously buddies with Ayrton uh we've said that on here before I don't think my coverage of Ayrton is unfair in any way let me know if you ever think it is but I kind of speak more openly on this because it's a podcast and that's kind of who I am and I there's it's not like Ayrton's gonna get more interviews than Ayrton doesn't like interviewing with me before the races because he he thinks it's bad luck he won't talk to you before the races which which is funny I said it's the way Ayrton's night's going going into the heat race I said, he's either going to pass five cars and be unbelievable, or he's going to stink. That was just what I thought. There's two options here, and it was there's nothing in the middle. Or I said four cars, right? Because I think it was exactly four. I don't remember. So Ayrton, you, missed, you just keep digging, right? Yeah, here. Ayrton missed the invert and was starting like seventh. Yeah, and he passed. I believe he got four cars. I believe he got up to third or was touching on third, getting closer to third. Yeah. And his car was just not there. And one by one, he got picked off after I looked at Josh and went, there it is. He went forward by four. And it was four spots and four laps. Yeah. He, he made it wasn't moves. slow. I don't know what happened. Yeah. With what that setup was that it was good for a couple laps and it went away. I don't know what goes into that and i thought he got crossed up once and and the heat races were so fast yeah a place like that you can't make a mistake or else you just get swallowed up and unfortunately for him that's what happened you guys probably think like oh you're you're friends with this driver it's got to be easier to find that well okay first off the sport's really freaking hard and he some guys wouldn't even know but when my friend is ticked off and agony and his laptop is fucking up on him i'm in his holler trying to help him fix his laptop did not go anywhere <laughs> hopefully we can figure that out tomorrow we're working on that but yeah i didn't get much of a chance to ask him if the setup was the reason the car went away or if it was just bad and Ayrton's personality, he's just going to say, we just sucked. We just, we, we weren't close enough for that to matter. And that's true in many ways, but yeah. hopefully you guys learned something from either this podcast or the interviews we did or something. That's, I, I'm not the one teaching here. I'm learning, but, right. but I hope other people do too. And, and I mean, he wasn't the only one that's, that struggled, you know, not only tonight. Yeah, there was a lot of guys that did well Donnie Wednesday shots, Donnie shots and did not do well Thursday the, or the direct opposite donnie's down in 28th in points and has not looked the best so far this week like yeah. like you would kind of expect a, a big race you normally expect that 15 to be contending and i don't think that they would be very happy with what they've put out there so far did i claim that donnie shots would qualify top 15 with brad sweet tonight i don't remember it was very late who was there was a second guy along with him i think it was donnie uh, he qualified sweet. 21st, so he messed a little. Yeah, bit. it was him and Sweet, I think. Yeah. That's what you said. Sweet I got Brad. Up. He got 12th. Yeah. Casey got second. No, he didn't. No. 
Casey was second, second for a period of time. He's fourth in qualifying tonight. Um, so the current points here is David Gravel, Logan Schuhart. Gravel's at 8.55. That will be the top point guy. Yeah, I mean, it would take a phenomenal night. I mean, he... I, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know how many people are within. I think Logan might be the only one who can do it. If, if you, Logan, Logan or, or and Carson. Carson. Yeah. yeah, I think you're correct. Buddy would probably have to sweep the night, and even then, I don't know if it would be four ten, four seventeen. So you drop the four fifteen and be four seventeen minus out of eight fifty five. If you look at somebody, if somebody has twenty eight, has a night like Larson had last night, thirty eight. Larson has the highest point nightly point total out of anybody so far. That was four forty three on. on yeah, I think Buddy, I think Buddy Carson or Logan could each top that. But here, here's the thing: you're going in the king of the hill, so the fastest guys are going to go anyways. Yeah. Is it going to be? Do you know if the king of the hill is going to be four versus three, and then three versus two? I have not seen. That I assume that's how. So. It, I mean, these guys have tires. They're fine. As long as you're consistent and fast and qualifying, I think you're good. Um, so I think there's real intrigue there, though. Like, I mean, the points yeah. are pretty pretty close. And, I mean, Gravel is really the only guy that has really separated himself at the top. But, I mean, you, you have. The crazy thing was we were talking about Larson last night. Like, who's going to catch him? Yeah. And, a bad, and one, one bad night puts him He said there. in his interview, I think there's only one night he's ran outside the top five. I mean, it's easy now to it's two. That. Now it's two. Yeah. Uh, so David Gravel at 855 points. Logan Schuhart's in second at 835. Carson Macedo in third at 832. Buddy Kofoid in fourth at 828. Rico Abreu in fifth at 822. Spencer Basin in sixth at 819. Gio Selzy in seventh at 805. Kyle Larson in eighth at 802. Brad Sweet at 786. In ninth, uh, Corey Lyason in tenth at seven seventy seven, Noah Gas in eleventh at seven sixty seven. Um, I will go over the rest of the list in a bit. What the hell has gone into Noah Gas? He's, I mean, what was it? A, a few weeks ago, I Look, think I'm going to talk to him tomorrow. And he had a run that I, he was going to win. If I he had about five. I laps. think I'm going to request a birth certificate and a uh, DNA test. It, this different look. I, you you have to wonder if if with having Danny Dietrich run that second car for the high limit stuff, if just having more da- you know data and input from somebody else. And that's what I think a lot of teams can another, get a lot. You can get a lot out of that. It's just another perspective, a different driving style, a lot different. It, it's more data. Yeah. So what what would you, if I was to start a something analytics wise for a race team I was running. The thing I would want more is more of a sample size in a car that I know what's in it. Yeah. Now there's so many variations. So if you count all the things you can change on a car and you multiplied, you know, there's eight settings on the shock. There's 16 presets we have for this engine. And that's how it works on a video game. That's not like a thing The the shock thing is real the other you get what i'm saying like there's so many numbers i've seen them doing so you multiply all those together and that's how you would get your total number of possible combinations yeah oh and by the way i haven't included temperature or dew point 
and humidity. That is that not dew point? Is that not no, dew that's not too similar? Is I wonder how much dew point matters. I don't know. I just wanted to start throwing out a whole yeah, bunch of no, no, no shit, but it's an exponentially very high number. You can't have enough data. I mean, no. sprint car racing is hard. <laughs> you know, when you're racing with the best of the best, that's even harder. And Noah's improved. I mean, he, he jumped head first into World of Outlaw Racing. And I mean, he's, he, he would probably be the first to tell you that they really struggled out of the, out of the gate. Well, pro- and props to him to... He's one of those guys like Zach Hampton that that started out and it looks a little rough, but you get better. Yeah. And that that's what you have to see. And and for the people that are going like, well, why are we letting these people drive four ten sprint cars? Okay, first off, I'm I'm gonna touch on two things, a little mini rant, another one. Oh boy. Two minute long. I'm gonna try to cap it, right? Okay. So age wise, throw that crap out of your damn mind. Shut up shut the fuck up i don't care how old he is you do not go over here and read about tony stewart beating the ass of people at 14. you don't go over here and read about jeff gordon at 11 kicking adults asses and being kicked out of a fucking racetrack because he was winning too much that's at age 11. don't fucking yell about this kid's too young to be in a 410 sprint car i won't name any names I have I have some pushback you, to that. But, you yeah. turn around and you look at how unviable 360 sprint car racing is in America. I've talked to a driver that a very high profile driver that we've mentioned on this podcast. There's your fucking clue for that. Sorry to cuss. I, there's no aggressiveness in that. I, I, I'm giving you that clue on purpose. The return on that, that says we shouldn't even have 360 sprint cars in America anymore. That. And some I, people think that's nuts i sure either way i i like ladder systems i like minor leagues but there has to be a ladder system to it there is not with 360 sprint there cars also has to be incentive to to run a series too and exactly that's, and that's the problem when when running a 410 or a 360 the costs are you know could be negligible and but then the purse there is a huge difference and that we talk about the purses and everything but the purse is something when it's nothing it, yeah it is and i don't know how sometimes they make it work anyways you have to you have to be i, I want to say you have to have a long leash with people trying to learn racing 410s racing at the back of packs as long as they're not a danger to themselves or, Agreed. or other yes people, Abs- absolutely everybody, everybody yeah agree absolutely that. i'm not saying in i'm not even just defending one two three four drivers that might be in your head from this weekend that's not necessarily what i'm doing on anybody that's that's watched sprint car racing for but, a long time you've seen brian brown struggle when, I, he, when yes. he got started you've seen donnie shot everybody goes through those growing pains i mean hell even kyle larson i believe watching that the dirt documentary i think he flipped in his first race and now he is arguably the the greatest uh, or, or we can even go with the, on on the trajectory. No, of the, greatest of our generation right now. I've said it on here before. Yeah, I'll, I'll take, I agree with yeah. that. But I mean, I'm talking my greatest of all time. Right. But, but I think guys like Still Noah, a long way to go. Guys like Noah Gass and guys like Zach Hampton. And I'm not bringing up Zach because I thought he sucked. And I mean, at one point in my life, I, I did think he sucked because I'm stupid and fucking go on first impressions sometimes. But you, you watch these guys get better and you you will go up and ask him and be like, dude, you, 
you had to have seen 40 people tweet like dude this guy fucking stinks like yeah. no guy shouldn't be out on the track he's danger danger and it's like man like some people make mistakes sometimes it's tough you learn it's just like they your, go back they try to not make mistakes it's just like your job you know if you're working a nine to five and, and you make mistakes when you are right out of training you learn from them and you get better and if you don't, then, you know, you might have a career change or something like that. I'll just say this and, and I'll go get another beer and I will end the rant. But and I'm not. This was not about him. That's not I'm, it. This was about there's not a viable there's not an ARCA for sprint car racing. And I'm not saying that is viable that or logistically possible that there should be. I'm just saying it doesn't exist. And, it and it's not a, it's not available. It's a very regionalized sport outside of the outlaws. Right. And just the setup, right? All stars. I, in 50 years. Yeah. Give me 50 years. I'll make an ARCA for sprint car racing. Okay. I, I will. I will go to my grave and try to do that. I mean, it would be great. I, I don't know if I'll ever have that much money to possibly think of something like that. But I know my brain works like that. And I, I could get people there and help people get there. Gage Polkerback was great on the on the berm tonight. Yeah, he was great. This this rant was not about him. I just want to stress that. I want to stress that as much as I can, because someone's gonna listen to this and be like, "No, it was. You're you're just talking talking through." He looked great running the inside tonight, and I like go look at Ricky Weiss race. He loves to run the inside myself on that damn stupid ass world of outlaws video game i'm only running the inside at lucas oil i'm never going to touch the outside again there's a guy after today i do i've never restarted a race so much hey there's a guy with 100 plus wins at knoxville nicknamed the dude that that made running the bottom pretty damn good and, and made a lot of a lot of money there's an that, art so. to running the bottom and yeah. it is very funny that like my first two big friends in lay model racing I appreciate them so much. And one of them is famous for on the bottom. The other one fucking rips the top. <laughs> to, to get back from the tangent, though. Yeah, no, no please. No, I, the tangent has been my no. favorite part of this podcast. I don't know what the hell got into me. <laughs> no gas. But I've been wanting to get that's a cathartic. Get that off my chest that I've been wanting to get off my chest for <laughs> since we did the Zycanthin interview like a month or two ago, which was great. If you haven't heard it, go back. It's it is well worth yeah. listening. Noah has has looked really good here at Houston's. Like he he's been ripping the the, the regular show a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, I mean, the the way he looked tonight, dude, he could. You never know. He could be a dark dark horse pick. Who knows? It could be. You know, it, you have a couple guys that that have a tough break. He's sitting in eleventh in points right now, too. So. He, what is his his nightly totals are like averaging out almost exactly the same so you have a have a top you know top six seven run it he held happen. off he held off rico on that heat race yeah now at the time i didn't think too much of it because of what the heat races looked like the day before now and that's bad, that's the, rookie journalism for me and they were not follow the leader tonight there there were two very equal groups in those heat races carson macedo passed five cars you six sure. to six to first you sure did and i want to caution everybody looking at this format and going passing points this and that six to first should be insane what he was still i think he was still high appointment right he was high point man going into the feature but they had the redraw yeah yeah so 
it's not don't think of this format as passing points because that, that's not a thing in this format you don't get points for passing cards you get points for finishing position and i do t- wholeheartedly believe that's the way to do it you do get rewarded for passing cards which yes. you should get rewarded for passing. but cars. if you qualify bad then you don't have as much of a shot to make up for it now in my mind i love that and Ayrton Jennington's mind tonight after his qualifying session, he hates that. In Brendan Mullen's mind tonight, they packed the car up. They got to go tomorrow. The pressure's on tomorrow. We got to get that race in tomorrow for Brendan. Yeah. Because if you don't, you're in, I mean, you're screwed at that point. You're going to be buried on Saturday. Right. <clears throat> so, yeah, there's pros and cons everywhere, depending on the situation you're in. But that gets very specific. So, at face value, I love that aspect that qualifying matters a lot. It and, needs to. And it, it's not the biggest thing that matters still. Well, and you haven't heard a lot of people complaining about the format. And if, if you don't have that, that's a, sign, that's a good sign. Absolutely it is. Um, let's keep going down here. Jacob Allen is in 12th. Terry Madsen, 13th. Robbie Price, 14th. 15th is Brian Brown. 16th is Lockie McHugh. 17th, Lockie McHugh in 16th is kind of shocking, actually. Yeah, just a, not a good qualifying effort tonight. I think that kind of set him back from the get-go. Yeah, and he, he still had speed. I, I still think, you know, look for him tomorrow. Look for him tomorrow. It's going to be – that's going to be something. Um, Bill Baylog in 17th. Austin McCarl, 18th. Sheldon Hodenschild in 19th. Casey Kane in 20th. James McFadden in 21st. We talked about that, how big Friday is for James. Um, I mean, even if James has a, an average night tomorrow night, I think that, that that will shoot him up those standings just because of... Did did I tell you what you said to me in the Holler interview with him? I've not had... He, he said after last night, I was trying to figure out if I need to learn how to drive a race car again. <laughs> I've heard I've out. heard guys say that, but like James has this mox. It's the uh, it's every Australian has it. Not to be generalizing, but they have this moxie to them where they they treat them. So, they're so humble, and I'm sure some people out there are going like, "Yeah, sure they're fucking humble talking, but they're like they, they're everywhere on the racetrack." And I'm like talking to like four or five dudes and all the fans that i've met that really are humble and fucking awesome and funny all of them funny yeah yeah for sure you'll say like oh, this guy's an asshole yeah but he's funny right <laughs> yeah i guess i guess he is um but yeah his uh his shoey with the beer can is becoming my favorite it it might be dominic's dominic selzy's donuts yeah can you imagine if he wins it on saturday that would be a hell of a shoey if he wins it and Dominic wins on Saturday at Super Dirt Cup, I think Dominic's battling a flu or something. I saw that on Twitter. I didn't see the broadcast tonight. We watched the A main at Super Dirt Cup. Corey Day kicked ass. Um, got by, made some daring moves. I loved it. Love that race. $62,000 to win. Um, it wasn't on our Twitter or anything, Josh. It, it was just it. someone, a fan tweeted Dominic, said, I know you're not feeling well. You know, P6 is still good. And guys, I I do stress that like people tweet your tweet your favorite driver. They they appreciate that. Like what I was talking about with the Macedo thing last night. Like, shoot, I mean, there's probably something in the back of Dominic's head going like, I wish I wasn't six. I wouldn't have gotten sixth. 
Well, there's a lot of shitheads on social media too. Like getting some positivity out there is never, never a bad thing. Yeah, absolutely. But Dom, not to go off the rails too much, Dom got up to uh, fifth tonight. Did he finish fifth? Yeah. Oh, I thought he finished sixth. Good for him. Tanner Holmes was fourth, uh, Zeb Wise in third, our guy uh, Shane Gullibick in second, and Corey Day in first. So, dude, talent in California. And Just, Holmes, Tanner Holmes, by the way. And he, also, he seventh fence, but that he was ripping too. Him and Day were going to have yeah, a pretty damn good. Seventh and eighth, Cole Macedo and Aaron Reitzel. Yeah. Right to pass some cars tonight. We talked about how in the start of that race, I was like, who's leading? Who is that guy? Logan Forler. And yeah, Logan Fuller. Fuller, Fuller, Fuller. That's what you're saying. Yes. And Tanner Holmes finished fourth as well. We didn't mention that, but awesome stuff from them. Um, covered just about everything, I think, from Houston. Though I, I want to go over a couple of the names on the outside looking in, uh, and then we'll end this thing. I mean, the glaring one has to be Donnie, right? I know we we touched on Donnie already. Yeah, but... I mean that's that's the big one. Uh, you know, or, or Carson McCarl, twenty fourth. Uh, you look at his first night points compared to his second, 322 Wednesday tonight, making the feature 369. So if you can go make the A again tomorrow, uh, that's a big deal. There's a lot of guys where this hinges on being able to race on Friday. Now, if you rain out Friday and then you come Saturday and, and that all that is rain, do you run a long show on Sunday, finish the Friday show, whatever you got done of it? I don't know how they're going to do that, but if it doesn't rain until 9 o'clock and they hurry it up like they did tonight, they're, they're going to be midway through the through the show if they start raining at 9. Yeah. Nobody wants to race during the day, but, I mean, if you can get as much as possible in tomorrow night, that will really help. The, the There's just some guys that don't have a choice. It's like you you got to improve. And, and maybe some of those guys – might keep it but so behind 24th um and let's let's go through one two am i doing that right hold on five through oh eight to 12 that's two three four five. yes so if you've wanted no to hear what he's doing if you we're wanted to numbers. hear me talk into a microphone and count to five i just did so so the top 20 is the first four are going to the king of the hill the next 16 are the front rows of the four qualifiers i think four i assume it's going to be four with the car count how it is i assume it's going to be four and maybe that even is weather dependent too you the, might, you yes. might throw a bunch of cars into four instead of having to run six separate races too yes um that could definitely come into play so Casey Kane's that 20th spot. Um, he's sitting pretty damn good uh, with what he was able to do. 323 Wednesday, 387 tonight. That's huge from what he had tonight. But if he backs up tonight, I mean, you, you would have to see an kind, there. kind of on the outside looking in on this bubble. Sheldon did the same thing, too, honestly. Him, him and uh, Sheldon and Casey both had pretty similar nights tonight. Point, point wise, that is. Yeah. So outside looking in on. Our, our theoretical bubble here. Uh, Chase Randall, our guy a couple spots back from Carson McCarl. He is at 683. Uh, has to 
has to improve from his uh, Wednesday night. And I know tonight didn't go as swimmingly as they hoped for making the A. Uh, kind of got still, buried and just yeah, didn't move forward much. Still a solid, solid night from him. Um, Mark Dahmeyer is back there. Donnie Schatz is back there. Ryan Timms is back there. Uh, Sam Haferteep. Sam Haferteep as well. What did I... I swear to God, I saved. Yeah, thank you. Oh, that's what I did. I was looking at it, and it was in a different format. It scared me away. <laughs> Justin Henderson is back there. Ayrton is back there. He would love to race on Friday night. Parker's disastrous Wednesday. It yes, has him buried, but and I think a good, a, a solid run could really see him move as well. Someone like Brooke Tacknell, who has a lot of experience at Houston's as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Riley Garrett Williamson, who's been really fast lately. We talked to him a few yeah, weeks mechanical ago. issues last night. Too. Yeah. And then uh, Brennan Mullen was like, we, we have to do well Friday night. Yeah. Like, uh, just have to. So his story is, uh, is fun to look at because Brennan doesn't, he's not a guy that needs success right now. And he's just trying to get his feel into things. Yeah. Get that experience. And there's a different vibe there from, some guys that the same you know it, it's i don't know if you call it a tear up of guys entering the sport or getting into the sport and stuff but he he started racing younger you can feel that i think you know uh and and i would say he's definitely a tear up but he his expectations are not he just wants to get a feel and yeah it's important to go fast and do well but i mean you look at everything and he just compartmentalizes it and just says like you know we're, we're gonna do what we do we're gonna make smart decisions so they qualified like shit tonight they said packing yeah yeah no reason no reason to go out there and race race in the back and and it's fair you know for it's better it's, or worse race race with guys that could take you out could damage equipment you don't know and it's not i mean yeah, yeah. not fair to those guys to assume that but you have a fast racetrack, a, a fair, yes. like looking at lot, you know, the Wednesday night, a, a narrow racetrack where there's not a lot of passing. Somebody makes a mistake, and that's you know, that's a junk race car. So, you, you know, when you have a if you if you free, don't think you if you don't night, think you're gonna win the C main by 15 seconds, and you essentially have a freebie night, you know, if, yeah. if you feel like tonight just wasn't it, you know, go and attack it the next night. You, you, you know that. You have that one last chance, though, is, is the only thing. But if you commit to it, you're talking and, about and the you B-man? No, I'm just saying, like, this, see, this is why we don't, this is why the argument exists. <laughs> you're begging the question, begging it. The LCS? Oh, shut the. It's disgusting. Just disgusting. I apologize. I'm going to get Connor on another rant. No, no, we're good. I think people like this. It, it got really good response. Um, if you're listening, you know, tell us what you guys want to hear. That's uh, the biggest thing I want to say, uh, aside from like, obviously, everyone would love to have more advertisers. That's the entire sport. I hate, like, just generally asking the general public. Um I will tell you if you go go to bat with me, I I will destroy your fucking first enemy, number one, and uh, you will be 
very well represented in terms of passion um you don't see i'm gonna i'm gonna have to talk you up now because you don't see very many other people out here traveling to as many races as you can yeah i mean we're 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 doing a podcast at two in the morning for the second night in a row and it's 216 now (laughs) we need to we need to clear that out and it's fun getting getting kind of the instant instant takes and stuff right after everything's fresh and you know you have it for the next day go to work or whatever it's uh it's fun yeah Yeah, and you're just thinking about the race the whole time it's the best part about that but yeah if you're listening this and this is the bigger reason i'm saying this but tell us what you want to hear um there's people that have like we i i you know my my bit is shitting on f1 right so i did a tweet that what was the best race from this weekend? And I said, F1's really inching close up to fourth place next to Arca. <laughs> and, and, you know, like the tour used for development, obviously. Uh, still, I still think there's probably more passing and qualifying tonight than, than you have in most F1 There's races. more passing in the garage in Arca <laughs> of guys walking past each other than there is in an F1 race. Yeah. I, I, I actually don't think that's more of an insult. I think I just cell phoned myself a little bit there. But... Yeah. So we were talking about uh, finishes from last weekend, um, June 17th, 18th. Uh, and, and someone mentioned the Cars Tour, asphalt late model racing. And we just, I we never hear, I can count on like two fingers how many times I've seen a tweet that said, we need more asphalt late model coverage from you guys. And that's fine. We're not huge. It's cool. But it comes down to a manpower thing. I I will tell you, if you guys are tweeting us, telling us you want to see more of this, you want to see me go uh, do a 30-minute interview with Gage Polkerback. If you give me 100 guys tweeting at me that, then I'll I'll do it. Yeah. So, you know, tell tell us what you think. Follow along everywhere, too. Facebook. Yes, we're on Instagram. We got guys helping me out with the Instagram. Uh, We might. We're thinking about a TikTok. What do you want from a TikTok? Let us know. I'm going to be reckless with TikTok if I do it. That's the thing is they, there's going to be a day where I, I just go, yeah, that that four second video of this guy looks really funny if you put it up with this song. I'm not going to know how to do it either. It's going to be very ugly. You're sounding very boomer. I might start putting uh, the uh, like someone playing Temple Run on the bottom half of the screen and then the actual video you want them to see on the top half we're really getting off the rails now <laughs> i don't know what your for you page looks like but that's that's essentially funny <laughs> there's a lot of that going on mine doesn't have a lot of shark trackers on online that guy's a great motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> jacob allen logan Schuhart still have not shown up on his i think I think that app is keeping. Yeah, I think them. that that app's bullshit. That's got to be what it is. They've been deleting the footage. The They're too fast. Boys on there. How this shark get all these circles in? <laughs> all right, yeah, we. It's a good night of racing. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we get another one on Friday. I go I, from there. You know, it's looking better now. Yeah. Knock it's, on knock on the wood if you got some. Oh no! Now we're cringy. That was bad. We're cringy now. I don't care. It's 2.20 a.m. We can do whatever we want. I'm going to shower, work a little bit, and then I'm going to play the fuck out of NASCAR Heat 5. Only because they put that release out, that update out today. 
I'm going straight to but to Bristol Dirt. I'm racing this Buddy Kofoy in the number 51 truck. That's what I'm going to do. Sounds like a plan. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Appreciate it. Really, really do. Don't think people understand that, but I'm not going to rant more about our business and, and liking fans. If you do anything, share share the the posts, the podcasts. It helps. Helps a lot. And if you're on a burner account and hate what I say, come drink a beer with me. I guarantee you we'll be friends after. Yep. Well, we're gonna drink three more before that, but it might be a punch in the face or two. <laughs> but either way, we're making progress everywhere there. That's right. So that's the fastest way. Appreciate all you guys. Um, thanks a ton. Thanks, Carl Auto Group. Yeah, good point. Absolutely. Foundation of what we do, everything we do. Uh, Carl Auto Group is backing us so much. Uh, they were in Victory Lane in Knoxville last week with uh, Davey Heskin, and such a damn cool sight to see. So awesome. I cannot wait to, one, get back to Knoxville, and two, get down to Houston's Friday night, hopefully see some racing, and then we're going to watch a $250,000 winner race. going to be an epic weekend. And it, we're only halfway done, and it's already been great. So appreciate all y'all, and we will be back. I'm bringing the microphone tomorrow, so I'm guessing at some point you will see a podcast Saturday morning. I can't promise it. It, you know, it's going to have to be. There's an extension cord available. We have a plug-in for a laptop, and and we can record this on the mic. Otherwise, we're it'll be it it'll be shitty audio on a phone. If not. Um, one way or another we will find a, a spot to talk uh at least 30 minutes and these usually go long because josh and i are so good chemistry wise with each other kind of braggadocious of me i'm sorry well and i just go on all these long rants you know? yeah it's it's all you fuck <laughs> off man uh, but yeah so look for that tomorrow appreciate all y'all that have listened to this and i hope we don't we haven't really dated them i think we're taking you through the race really well and and what's going on if you listen to them in order you're you're good if you don't it's fine um because you kind of talk about other shit that happened anyway so uh we'll be back friday uh for night three of the husets high bank nationals the highest paying world of outlaw sprint car race of all time thanks again from the guys at always race day uh and once again presented uh by the carl auto group
but before I do that, so <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Thanks again to the Carlotto group. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. Let me know. Get, give us your feedback. Um, like let Buckethead know what you thought of his question on the next one. Yes. Um, let us but, know your picks. Who you got the, the rest of this week? I'd like to just know who they think. Shit, we think honestly. But like, if you ask me what I think they're going to do with the track, I'm going to give you what opinions I've heard from drivers of what they want and what they think they're going to get. Yeah. So just know that, you know, I want people to ask questions. I want people to understand shit better. Ask a stupid one too. Cause I'll like, I'm not going to roast you. Like I hope I didn't roast Buckethead. Just love the, <laughs> I love the Twitter name Buckethead 5G. It's very simple to the point. You know what you're getting. Indeed. But I will, you know, we'll explain stuff. No, nothing's too stupid to ask me. That's for damn sure. As long as it doesn't involve the word invert or anything. You, know, you can ask me what an invert is, but y'all get the point. So thanks again, the Carl Auto Group. I uh, hope you all enjoyed this one. It's always, it's a long night, but it's, it's productive. It's fun. And like this stuff, I enjoy doing the best. Yeah. So. It's a good time. Appreciate it. We will see you guys uh, at some point through the weekend. Follow our social media all over. Go buy a shirt if you want. You can buy one that says late model stock. You can buy one that says race cars have fenders. Probably going to get a new one out of this weekend, hopefully. Someone's got to say something really bullish. We can we can put it on. We can put the pressure on someone, too. I'll go tell every B-Man driver if they make the A, they got to give me like a quote of the century. And just see what we get. I feel like that's a good last chance show. No, that's a dick. Fuck off. I just want to do. We're act. sleeping in the same good, room tonight. Good, good journal journalism. I'm sleeping in the same room tonight, and you just did that again. Like this is the last straw. Like, hey, whose name's on the room? I, I might have a complaint that I have. It says I shouldn't say that. No, I don't think anyone would ever come in here. But no, they know. <laughs> There's a PS5 in here. I don't want to say the room. I'll set the PS5 outside the door. It's the finest, best western That's right. east of the Mississippi. Yeah. Wait, west. Yeah. It's late, and you can tell our directions. Are left of the right. Mississippi. Left, left. Left of the Mississippi. Just like Carl Auto Group. Visit them. Are they left of Mississippi? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, because Mississippi would be closer to. Yeah. Oh, really? I think we need to show Connor a map. Don't even th don't pretend that you memorized which ones on the left and the right between the Mississippi River and the Missouri River because I like saying Wait. it in order like that from left to right. I just said it from right to left. Don't tell me that you memorized that. I don't believe you. Thank you for listening to this episode, and we appreciate you guys. See ya.